All right, let's do this. I want to um, uh, put this up here first. Uh, we got a couple of supplement questions. I think this is a really good one. Um, what supplements, if any, can you take to help lower cholesterol? Um, my favorite one for that is um, garlic pills. Uh, I think that works real well. I, I know it reduces incidence of cancer too. That may be the number one supplement as far as preventing things you can take besides vitamin D and some like maybe C. But as far as a, a, an extra supplement, especially if you have metabolic syndrome or you're worried about cancer, is garlic pills. Now, also like for for cholesterol, like bergamot. Uh, bergamot's a really good uh, supplement for, to lower your cholesterol, not berberine. Berberine is more for lowering sugar levels, and uh, berberine is kind of like a metformin like uh, medicine without the side effects. Probably about as effective as metformin. Um, of course, other things you could take, um, gosh, you know, I don't know why I'm blanking out on some of these things right now, but. You know, there are, there's a life extension makes a cholesterol formula that I'll have. It's a combination of some of those stuff I just talked about, but that's been pretty effective. Niacin, you know, vitamin B3 is very potent at lowering cholesterol. And actually, unlike a statin, it will uh, raise your HDL. Statins in general lower your HDL. So your good cholesterol. So, um, niacin will raise your HDL while lowering your LDL, which is the ultimate goal. Um, the problem with niacin, it, it flushes a lot of people. You know, they take one over-the-counter niacin tablet, and everything turns red. They feel flushed in their face. You know, they'll go to the ER even sometimes thinking they're having a major yeah. allergic reaction. It's really, it's just, it flushes you. Um, but my technique on that is working your way up really slowly it comes in 500 milligram over the counter but i order 100 milligram tablets and have you take 100 milligram at night with an aspirin so if you do flush a little bit um you know it'll go away and you'll sleep through it plus the aspirin tends to help then you work your way up by 100 milligrams every four nights until you get to a gram i'll even go to two grams a lot of times but that, that's a really potent um, um, supplement to really bring your cholesterol down. Uh, red yeast rice is another one. It's kind of a, more of a natural stat. And the problem with red yeast rice is that, you know, it can have some side effects like statins do, like muscle aches. You still need to take CoQ10 with that one. And the quality control, you're just not sure what dose you're getting. I mean, I'm not against it, but um, certainly... Um, it has its drawbacks. So I'd say niacin, bergamot, um, garlic, all those are, are my favorite. Um, I just mm -hmm. got a, a text from Brandon, and, and he asked, what if you're a vampire and you are allergic to garlic? And uh, knowing Brandon, he could be joking, but I, Brandon I, I, I don't know. Brandon is a vampire, know. yeah. Yeah, his teeth. Remember that when he was a kid? He has teeth like that. They had to get corrective braces and <laughs> file his... his uh, I guess it was his incisors down, but yeah. Uh, then you need to stay away from garlic in that case. And since it is Halloween, you know, approaching, you better, you know, Brandon should not take garlic pills. Brandon. Stick to the bergamot or niacin. <laughs> or better yet, play more pickleball. You know, you can lower your cholesterol by playing pickleball. Play, play more pickleball, Brandon. Uh, I, I don't think he has that issue. I, th I think he's playing, I think he's playing enough pickleball. He's like a, He's darn near a pro. Um, shout out to, to plays Brandon. At a high level. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging level. out with us tonight, man. Um, let's speaking of Halloween. Uh, will you be doing your Botox special this year? And if Katie's here, yep. she can mm -hmm. answer it. I believe we are. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sure we're doing it. I think we we're do. doing it, and I think it's uh, on Friday. I think it's uh, just on Friday. Okay. I believe. Okay. Um, but I will, I'll double check. Um, and I'll also put that on, um, on our story and in Instagram, uh, cause we got that over on Instagram. Um, okay. okay. Let's uh, get to calcium level. Uh, please explain what the calcium level on the blood work represents and a little context here. 
Um, for example, if mine is 9.8, which is within normal range, does that tell you that I am indeed getting enough calcium from food slash supplements, yet not too much? Um, and then it ends with, uh, or is that not what the blood test represents at all? Any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, you've got it right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that does mean if, you're, if your level's that, then you're getting enough from what you eat. You really should get calcium through your food. I rarely give anybody a calcium supplement um, itself. I'd rather you get it through your food. Um, but yeah, it just calcium is one of the minerals that you need to check. We, it's a routine uh, blood test that we do every day, part of your complete metabolic panel. Uh, blood test and it just it just represents a number in the blood it has nothing to do with a coronary calcium scoring or anything like that what you're looking for there is like i saw one today that was that was high and so i had to check a parathyroid hormone out on him because if your calcium gets either too high or too low it can cause a lot of problems um Usually when it's too high, you, you could have a parathyroid adenoma. Um, my brother used to take these out a lot in people when their calcium levels got up to 11 and all that, which can really cause a lot of problems with things, not just kidney stones, but cardiac arrhythmias, maybe increased rates of cancer. Um, so that calcium blood test is on, on there really uh, to see if you're too high or too low. Um, uh, the parathyroid glands, which there are four of them that sit on top of your, on top and below your thyroid uh, gland, regulate your, the metabolism of your calcium, which is really important. I mean, you, you've got a, a body that just has all these incredible glands and organs that just are responsible for making us human and keeping us healthy. So that's a routine mineral test in your blood if it's too high or too low you need to look further uh, for the causes of that and i've certainly seen it both ways um but yeah so if your calcium's normal you're, you're doing the right thing as far as calcium goes all right thank you for that question great answer there doc and i'm gonna put this up from stephanie uh, stephanie is saying friday and monday uh, for the Botox special. Okay. So we're running that Botox special you, Friday uh, and Monday. Thank you for uh, putting that in there, Stephanie. Um, all right, let's get back to the questions here. Um, let's see here. Uh, this is this is a great one. Um, I think this is on all of our minds uh, these days. Um, I'm a patient at PM, and I'd love to learn more about the dangers of EMF how to avoid them, whether wave blockers actually work on AirPods, et cetera. Um, what's your thoughts on this? You know, electromagnetic fields are something that a lot of people worry about. Um, it's probably a real thing. You can definitely get too much, too much of it, you know, especially if you live under a big power line or something. Uh, that's why you should really turn off all your electronic stuff at night. Um, they say you really shouldn't even have your cell phone beside your bed. I mean, you can take it too far and get freaked out about it too much, I think. But a lot of people think that, you know, when you uh, talk on your phone all the time with your phone up to your ear, it can increase your risk of uh, brain tumors. Um, so now I don't know whether the wave blockers actually work or not. I mean, I think that's such a, you know, a, a new field that they really don't know. I mean, everybody probably has their tolerance to the amount they can, uh, you know, kind of detoxify from on their own. But um, there's certainly concern out there about the dangers of EMF. And, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know whether it's overblown or underblown, but it's certainly something that, you know, you, you can try to avoid if you can, like use speaker phones and turn off all your stuff at night and, you know, we live in a pretty electronic world, and, you know, back in the old days, they didn't have any of that stuff. So uh, just use your own prudence on that. And, uh, don't get too exposed to it if you can help it. Yeah, it seems I wouldn't to want to live under a power line. You know, you can hear them sizzle and crackle. Um, remember at Cedar Bluff Racquet Club in Knoxville? Yeah. It was right under huge power lines. I always 
wondered, I hope those things don't come down. I always <laughs> wondered if I was getting some kind of weird uh, radiation from those, those power lines that were so loud. Um, <laughs> Um, all right, let's get to, let's get to this question. I think it's a really, really good one. Um, my last blood work shows my albumin as 2.9. It's, it's, uh, it has been steadily dropping since January. I am a cancer survivor and almost at my five year mark. Congratulations. Um, what does this mean? So the question is, um, what does that number mean? And just for context here, um, I know you're not an oncologist, but thought you would explain it better. FYI, hemoglobin, hemocratic, platelet count also steadily declining. I'll go ahead and put the, the original question up. What's your thoughts here? Yeah. Well, it's albumin. Albumin. Pronounced, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of getting a little bit low, certainly in people with cancer. You know, you can have a low. Most people think of it as a measure of your protein levels, which it is indirectly. Albumin is a protein really produced by your liver. And it has a lot to do with the integrity of your fluid balance in your, in your vessels, in your vasculature. So some people that get really low on it could have edema or swelling of your extremities. Um, but there's a lot of different things it could represent. Certainly it can represent, you know, your cancer. Um, but it can be a crude test to knowing that you need to look into your liver function test and in your kidney function because kidneys come into play here with albumin. Um, you know, I don't know why you're, you're getting a little bit anemic and your platelets are uh, dr dropping too. I guess it was your platelets, but um, that's certainly something that your oncologist, hematologist need to look at um, you know, a lot of times you could eat a lot of protein and your albumin could still be low. Um, kidney disease, if you have kidney disease, you could be, you know, peeing out your albumin or protein, you know, which is a building blocks of muscle. So, you know, something's going on. You need to look into it a little bit. Again, um, hopefully it's, um, you know, it's just you're, you're not eating the right kind of foods. So even gut dysfunction can cause a low albumin. So if you have a lot of stomach problems, you know, you should look into your gut function a little bit and see if you have malabsorption syndrome. I mean, you may have even uh, bile acid uh, malabsorption from your liver. So um, it's something you need to kind of find out why these things are going down. It could be just uh, nutritional imbalance, gut dysfunction. Some medications can lower it. Um, if your albumin's too high, I've seen that a lot of times that means that you're a little bit dehydrated. So, um, you know, albumin levels on just like a calcium level, it's on every uh, metabolic panel that we do. And it's not unusual to see one a little bit low, but if it's dropping that much, you know, follow up with your hematologist and look further into your kidney and liver function look at the medications that you're on, look at your gut function, um, because eating more protein may not do the trick. Um, if you're certainly, if you're having swelling, then you need to, to look at it. I don't know what kind of cancer you had, um, but it's something that definitely you need to have a discussion with your hematologist, uh, oncologist about. Um, is that I hope one, that helps. Is that one that you're, you're looking at the number as well as maybe the velocity. I know with, you know, the PSA in particular, you don't, uh, you talk about the number as well as the, how much it. Yeah. I mean, if it's, yeah, certainly if it's continuing to drop, there's something going on. Mm. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. Um, certainly. All right. Thank you for that question. Uh, great answer there, doc. Uh, coal miners daughter on YouTube. Welcome. Thank you for, uh, hanging out with us. Uh, this evening. Um, again, this is the Performance Medicine Show for the people who have not uh, been with us before. We do this every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Um, this is one that I know a lot of people are interested in. Um, it is, uh, what is Dr. Rogers' vitamin stack? It comes from uh, Steve Nice, who of course is a 
uh, CEO and, uh, of, of Shield Nutraceuticals, who makes uh, Digest Shield, a good friend of ours. Uh, what is Dr. Rogers' vitamin stack? And I know it's a, it's probably a long list, but you know, this is a performance medicine yeah, show. Yeah, off the We've- top of my head, um, gosh, of course, um, vitamin D with K, you know, with um, K2, MK7, that's very important. Uh, magnesium, I like the Neuromag. Um, I take Dr. Rogers' Super Vitamin, which has uh, a lot of stuff in it. It doesn't have the magnesium in it, but it has the B, the methylated B complex, the C, the D with K, uh, all the minerals. So I, I really like that that vitamin that we have made for us because it has a lot of it in it. As a matter of fact, it's enabled me to cut down on how many different pills that I take. Um, also, I, so that, and all that stuff's in there besides the magnesium, omega threes. Um, uh, I like the, I prefer the ortho molecular omega three. That's my favorite. Um, and I take the immune complex, which has some of the other stuff in it, uh, like NAC and, um, I have to look and see what else my immune complex has in it. I take it daily. Some people just take it when they get sick. Well, hold on, I've got it right here. Somebody showed up with it. I also take a combination of CoQ10 and PQQ, which work together for energy. I'll, I'll um, put, uh, let's see if I can find this. Uh, I don't know where my... the stress release. Uh, this is a supervisor. Let me see the, see the immune formula. Dr. Rogers' super vitamin has everything on it, really. It's incredible. Um, it has copper that you need. It has the zinc that is important. Uh, all the methylated B vitamins that you need. Uh, manganese. Um, and of course, you got my immune. Uh, where my immune is. And of course, Digest Shield. Um, Digest Shield is definitely one of my daily things that I take for gut function. And, um, uh, and if, if Robin's on here, I did, I actually did a GI map today, <laughs> sent it in just to see what my gut microbiome looks like. I've never done it. Uh, so I, I sent in a GI map today. So Robin will be proud of me. That's that. awesome. Um, but, um, gosh, I'll take so many, uh, I like saffron. Saffron's really good for mood. I, you know, that comes in Dr. Rogers, um, uh, stress formula that yep. has saffron, ashwagandha, and L-theanine, which I like. Um, That's this one right here, guys. L- little with dosing. Put on, yeah. Put on my. Put on if you have an immune complex. That's the one. And and I also take curcumin. I love curcumin because I'm 67 years old and I have arthritis. Uh, so put put the immune formula on there. I don't seem to have that one. Here. I see the taken a while. I see the super vitamin and the energy complex. I got those here on my dashboard. I'm not seeing the immune complex though. Yeah. Um let's see here. We'll get to that one. Uh we'll put that on there. We'll, if you're we'll, interested we'll get to that one here in a bit. Um so so I, yeah, I think I Vitamins. I mean, I take a lot of vitamins. Uh, I also take uh, L-lysine. Um, uh, gosh, um, I take a little bit of melatonin at night. Um, those are the major major ones that I take. Are those um, are those all daily, or are things like saffron? I uh, split them up. I usually take the saffron at night. Um, but you could take it twice a day. It doesn't really make you drowsy. Um, oh, and one other thing I've been taking lately that I love is my CBD daily boost. Um, that really gives me a, a lot of energy in the morning, but it's a calm, focused energy. So it, it surprised me how well that works. That That is my favorite uh, form of CBD is the... Is the uh, it's this one right here. Yeah, daily boost right here. I um, love this one. You can see you can what's see that. what's in yeah. there. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really, really good. 
I like it a lot. Are you, the, um, it's like that's a, some major things I take. A calm energy is what you're that's saying. A, yeah, it's a calm, focused alertness. I guess how you describe it. Um, but I really do like it. I don't know if I'm leaving. I'm probably leaving some stuff out that I take, but um, you know, all those are important. And I have other ones for if I need it. You know, like. Uh, activated charcoal if I need it. Um, I also take a little EDTA as a kind of a natural chelator. Um, that's a really good one. Um, but yeah, there's so, so many things. I take a lot, but you know, I'm able to kind of sink it down when, we, when I got these four of our Dr. Rogers vitamins that we had uh, made for us. So um, I hope that helps. Uh, I want to say hello to, to Jack. Welcome in, man. Uh, great to see you uh, over on YouTube. Uh, I just got this. I got an email uh, just now uh, with, a, with a question. And what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to jump into the comments here uh, in just a minute. Um, so if you have a question for Dr. Rogers about any of this stuff, please put it in the comments, and we will, uh, we will get on uh, over to those questions. Uh, this one uh, comes over on email. Um, it's being reported that the flu is early this year. What do you recommend for avoiding it once you get it and, and doing what you get it? I, I think that's how it reads. Um, well, you know, um, it seems like there's maybe some around. Um, I haven't seen any walk into the office but um, or call about it. But certainly, you know, just, just build your own immune system up. Yeah. You know, maybe get on the immune complex every day. Um, you know, certainly take your vitamin D. Vitamin C is very important. Um, and, you know, kind of, if somebody's sick, they should stay home from work. You know, I mean, obviously somebody's coughing and runny nose and all. You know, don't hug on them, you know, and stuff. And if you're sick, don't spread it around. But, and if you get, if you feel like you have the flu, um, then, you know, get a flu test because we have Tamiflu, you know, we have good treatment for the flu. Um, and then immediately pop your vitamin D up to 50,000 a day, get on 4,000 a D, make sure you're taking your zinc and, uh, do your infrared sauna if you have one. Um, you know, don't treat the fever unless it's unbearable and over, you know, almost 103, then you may want to treat it, but, you know, let the fever do its natural work. Um, drink a lot of fluids, eat some chicken noodle soup, makes you feel better. Um, and just, just don't get around a lot of the others. And, you know, we'll see how, how this year's flu season goes. You know, there's a report, a lot of kids getting RSV early this year. Um, you know, it's usually pretty mild. It's usually in kids under two or maybe elderly people, but uh, just to build your own immune system up. I mean, we always have germs floating around, you know, so use your common sense with hand washing and things like that. And, uh, you know, just if somebody's sick and obviously sick, don't get in their face. And, um, if oh. you're sick, be polite enough to, uh, stay home, get outside, get sunshine, walk, exercise, get your sleep. That's how you take care of your immune system. But vitamins are a big, important part of it. Yeah. And certainly if you start getting sick, you pop your vitamins up. They work. All right, guys, we're going to jump to the comments here. We don't have any questions yet. So if you got a question for Dr. Rogers, put it in the comments. Uh, we're going to uh, hang out with you guys uh, for a little while longer. Um, but that, that is interesting um, about the, the vitamins there. I, I, it's shocking how well they work. Um, I've been pretty religious uh, about mine uh, recently, and, uh, and they work. You just don't get sick. You just don't get sick when you take them. Yeah. I used to tell my patients years ago, you're wasting your money. You know, and just through experience and my own self and treating thousands of patients, those people are right. Vitamins do work. Obviously, if you could get them all through your food, that'd be great, but you can't. 
You just can't. What is what is your uh, what is the dosing for vitamin D if you if you're starting to feel uh, you know not so great? Isn't it, is it fifty thousand units for three days? Yeah, fifty thousand units a day for five days. Some for people five? go up to one hundred fifty thousand units, but it's fifty thousand a day for five days. Um, you can also get that betadine if you start to get sick. I keep some of that betadine nasal spray and throat spray, spray around the house. So we have it at our offices. You can immediately start spraying that stuff in your in your nose um, and your throat. If you start to get a sore throat, I think it really um, can help kill bacteria, viruses, everything. Uh, if you use it early, um, um, don't wait till you're really sick before you start treating yourself. You know what's interesting is I'm I'm um, I'm seeing all these comments on Facebook and I have not been seeing them. Um, sorry about this, guys. I'm not seeing the Facebook comments of. Uh, so I'm gonna try and figure out why. Um, but I can look at it over here and see what's going on. So I apologize uh, if I've been. I have not been purposely ignoring these. We're getting a lot on Facebook and. I am not seeing them. Let me see um, what's happening. Um, should be good to go. All right, so what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm just going to read uh, some of the comments that I'm seeing uh, on my phone here, and we'll answer. We'll get to all these questions. Uh, I have no idea the order. Um, okay. Let's see here. What did you say you take for brain slash cognitive health? I take Cognitex. Cognitex. Right here with pregnant alone. All right. That's for the, the brain health, guys. Uh, thank you for that. I'm just going to go straight into is, is eating garlic not as effective because it would just in, take entirely too much versus the garlic? Yeah, I think so. Plus, you know, it's... It really smells pretty bad. So, but yeah, I mean, garlic's good to eat, but um, it'd be hard to get enough, I would think. Some people do. Some people eat it every day. Not not in our country as much as some other countries, but yeah, you can eat garlic, sure, but probably even better if you could eat enough of it. You just get a more concentrated form in the peel, and it doesn't, doesn't smell. Uh, Montana, I see you from our Knoxville office. Great to see you in here. Um, let's see, uh, Lisa, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, let's get to, to Jeanne here. Um, when is, when is a good time to take all of those vitamins? Uh, I have super omega three plus neuro mag and bioactive B complete along with D three, 5,000. I use zinc 50 milligrams, vitamin C with rose hips and acerola 500 milligrams. Hard to get all those in. I agree. What's your, what's your thoughts on this? I split them up, you know, of course, take your magnesium at night and take all your fat soluble vitamins with food, you know, um, like the A, D, E, and K. Um, that's another one. Take vitamin E, the to cough, mixed tocopherols. Um, that's in my multi. Uh, but um, spread them out. Most vitamins, especially a multivitamin, you better take it with some food. Because a multi, especially with zinc, can cause a little nausea unless you take it with uh, some food. So I just spread them out. You know, I kind of, you know, put mine in uh, different pouches, you know, and just take it uh, mostly with lunch and dinner, especially since I do intermittent fasting. I don't eat breakfast. So you drink black coffee. But um you know, it's it's not that much trouble. Actually, you'll you'll find you you'll drink more water because you're swallowing that with vitamins. Um, and if you can, try to di di digest shield twice a day, thirty minutes before lunch and and thirty minutes before supper. However, if you forget, just take it with it or right afterwards. It's still going to work. Um, but uh, spread them out. Take your magnesium at night. Um, take most of your vitamins with food. Um, and go from there. You don't have to take C with food or really the B's. You know, you could take them on an empty stomach if you do intermittent fasting. Um, All right. I see Deborah's with us. Robin's with us. We got Katie in the building. Uh, we got Jasmine in the building. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Katie's answering the, 
the Botox questions over on Facebook. Again, I apologize. I'm not seeing this on my, on my dashboard here. Uh, Lauren's here. What's going on? Great to see you. Um, okay, let's get to another question. Um, let's see, where am I? Jack, thanks for watching, ma'am. Um, okay, let's get to Frida. How much vitamin C, and is there a certain type of vitamin C? Yeah, I like the um, liposomal C. It seems to be absorbed better. And, you know, a baseline of one gram, a thousand milligram twice a day is what I recommend. You know, I like a pretty good dose of vitamin C. Um, so, yeah, the liposomal C is probably the best. I think the life extension is good. It has some quercetin in it, which, of course, is in the immune complex as well, the NAC and quercetin. Um, but yeah, I love vitamin C. Of course, we use it IV as well in the offices every day. IV vitamin C is just a tremendous uh, medicine uh, for a lot of different things. We give a lot of IV vitamin C. We perk you up. Um, okay, we got fights off a lot of the stuff. We got Brenda on Facebook is saying, "Do you feel stress?" plays a role in autoimmune disorders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I think most autoimmune disorders start in the gut. Um, they're usually not inherited. There may be a familial tendency, but um, something triggers it. I mean, you may have that predisposition, but there's some trigger. I talked to a patient today about that who had Hashimoto's, and sometimes pregnancy will trigger it, menopause, puberty, um, we see a lot more in women because of the hormonal shifts, but um, the gut, you know, certainly, and, and there's a huge gut brain connection. So if you're stressed, your gut is not right. Um, you can ask anybody that. And so, yes, yeah, stress can cause anything. So if you're chronically stressed, you're going to have real diseases. It's not imagined. It's real. Um, prolonged stress can really affect everything. Um, from autoimmune diseases to cancer to heart disease, uh, you name it, stress can cause it. That's one of the major pillars of our practice is, you know, talking about stress and, you know, re referring you if necessary. That's why we have a PhD psychologist on our staff. Um, that's why we have a nutritionist on our staff. They talk about these things, the gut and stress kick off autoimmune disease and sometimes hormones, sometimes infections. Uh, a lot of times when somebody comes down with an autoimmune disease, if you start asking them, when did you come down with this? And a lot of times it's right after I had that car wreck or mm. after I had a baby or, you know, after I went through a divorce or um, major life changes. Very important. Is there any, like, is there anything that you tell people to, like, for prevention of that? Because, you know, there's always, you know, life happens, you know, all the time. You know, is there any preventative things? Is it just, you know, staying, keeping your immune system strong, uh, exercise, you know, basically do yes, all the things? Yes, yes. Yeah, drop out of high school, don't get married, and live on a remote island somewhere by yourself. <laughs> uh, you know we live in a very stressful world a toxic world i'm just kidding of course but um you just have to have a good attitude about life because you're going to have stuff that comes your way you're going to go through stuff in your lifetime you don't get as old as i am and, and not have gone through a lot of stressors and things happen i mean but it's i think it's the attitude that you approach it with just like you know my friend that just turned 104 years old is very healthy mm -hmm. and uh, just incredible guy still does mountain climbing and hiking and goes down zip lines at 104 years old. Um, it's incredible. He told me that the two most important things and the reason he's lived to 104 and felt great are um, his faith and a positive attitude. I'll never forget him telling me that. Yeah. And so I think a good attitude, realizing stuff's going to come your way. You cannot avoid it. 
and you have to look at it in the right perspective and you have to, you have to have friends and loved ones, you know, that can help you through these times because nobody can do it alone. You're going to be miserable. Um, you know, people need community. They mm. need their faith. They need hope. They need um, to talk to other people. Um, you can't overemphasize that. So much of you can't be a family doc for decades and not tell me that half the people you see, what's brought them in is anxiety or depression from stress. Um, if, if you're stressed out for a prolonged period of time, you're going to be depressed. And then you can have panic attacks. You can get disabled from it. Uh, so you treat it. You have to treat it. Sometimes we have to use medications. I prefer to use natural stuff, but sometimes we have to use other medications. Just seek help if you're stressed. Women seem to seek help more than men do. Um, and I, I, I want to put but, this up here real quick uh, just because it this had just such a, an impact on me. Uh, our good friend Jamie Winship, he's been on uh, Outside the Box, uh, I believe, five times now. Uh, we're hoping to get him on for a sixth uh, and a seventh and an eighth and just onward. But uh, this episode, What Do You Hope For?, um, has impacted so many people's lives. It's about, I think it's like 45 minutes or so, uh, but it, it's it's all about what you're talking about, Doc. And uh, I hope you guys, if anybody, you know, if anybody needs some encouragement. Uh, look, look for this one. It's on YouTube. Uh, if you search for, uh, if you just Jamie Winship Performance Medicine, it'll it'll show up. Uh, but that was just uh, an incredible episode that I think um, is really getting at right what you're talking about. And I just want to say, I, guys, I, I am seeing all the Facebook uh, people now. I, I just I thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. I see you, Brenda, Bianca, Linda. Barbara, thank you guys so much. I, I, I wasn't seeing you. I wasn't seeing the comments uh, earlier, but I want you to know I'm seeing them now on my phone. Uh, so I'm getting to everybody. So if you guys got a question for Doc, um, uh, we got Kate, Katie's in there as well answering questions. Um, and I'll try to figure out a way I can share Katie's answer on what's in the immune complex because she, uh, she laid out the doses uh, of each uh, vitamin in that combination supplement. Um, okay, let's see if I'm, I'm looking for questions here, and it seems I got one from Kathy I'm seeing on YouTube. Um, what is the best thing you can take for a terrible cough? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Any, th any first things kind of come to mind? Well, it just depends on if it's a chronic cough or an acute cough. I mean, if you're sick with a terrible cough, probably the best thing is a prescription cough medicine. The best one I've seen ever is Tussie Necks. It's a, it's a controlled substance, but um, for just won't stop cough when you're sick. It's, it's amazing. Um, you know, I called somebody in some Tessalon pearls today that had been sick. Mm -hmm. That won't make you drowse or anything. They're just little tablets, but it's still prescription. You know, if it's a chronic cough, you need to figure out what's causing the cough. Is it reflux? Is it allergies? Is it? smoke smoking is it um something you're around that's precipitating it so um that type of thing you can always soothe you know i like honey mm. for about anything and uh you know i like to i like to suck on those honey drops you know that, that you have you can get at the natural health food stores but uh this depends on terrible cough with sickness you can get a prescription for testing next. You know, just don't stay on it too long. I, I I have to ask, and I feel like this is a perfect time to ask on the Performance Medicine Show, is what's your honest thoughts on a hotty toddy if if you're having a tough, tough cough? Honest thoughts. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, I think it's fine, yeah. I think it's fine. You know, there you go. Have you had one or something? Or not not, not tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I think they. I do like a hot down. Yeah, I think Rock and Rye, you know, old Jack Daniels with. Uh, the, I, what's the rock in that? I guess it's, it's some kind of sugar compound. Then you put honey in there. And, yeah, I mean, a lot of people like it, you know. 
Maybe it can relax you a little bit. Um, let's get to coal miner's daughter's question. Um, what is your opinion on doctors prescribing birth control to young women <clears throat> for moderate pain and better control of menstrual symptoms before recommending a better diet, sleep, et cetera? This is a great question. Um, Robin Riddle talked a little bit about this on the PCO, PCOS episode. Um, of explain this. What, what's your thoughts on this? This is, I know this. Yeah, that's a great statement. I mean, a lot of people just blatantly put in, you know, teenagers on this without thinking about it. So yeah, you always want to start with the gut, the sleep, the eating habits, the sleep patterns, the, you know, the anxiety, you know, the weight, uh, issues that they may have. So, I mean, there's no doubt that it works. You know, if you have a terrible, periods and painful they do work um some doctors use it for acne you know so it just depends on how severe it is i'm not against using birth control pills for you know that type of severe symptoms and definitely you know if you, for birth control but um first you're right though first you always look and look at the other stuff it's kind of getting to the root of the problem rather than just putting somebody on another pill for it. Yeah. You know, just because some people get on the pill as, as 14, 15 years old and they're on it till they're 50 years older. I had a lady the other day, she was 55 still on the birth control pill. Hmm. Took her off of it, put her on some bioidentical hormones, but yeah, I'm with you. Try to find out the root of the problem first, check some hormone levels. I may have PCOS. Um, a great statement. Uh, thank you for, for that comment, coal miner's daughter. Um, very similar to the, the story you mentioned uh, with a GI doc who, um, who didn't even ask the patient what they were eating. You know, just trying to figure out, you yes. know, if, if you're diagnosing somebody with a, you know, a gut problem, you know, it's, it's pertinent to ask, you know, what are you eating? <laughs> Yeah, that lady was diagnosed at age 60 with ulcerative colitis and, you know, got the biopsy, confirmed the diagnosis, immediately was going to put her on Humira, um, and which is an extremely expensive biologic. And, you know, I, I asked her the question that I knew the answer. I just wanted to confirm it. Did, did they ever ask you what you eat? No. Well, that's common. I mean, let's start out with that. You know, what are you eating? Let's try to modify your diet, see if we can't control this without putting you on some of the toxic medicines. Sometimes we need those medicines, but you know, you want to start out trying to sort it out and find the root cause of the problem if you can. Um, all right, I see Mark's got a great question here. Uh, this is a peptide question. Um, and gosh, you know, it's so funny. I feel like we talk about peptides and spurts, uh, but it's such a big part of where medicine is going. We don't talk about it enough. I don't think, um, I'm going to tell, uh, Robin that we'll get a, a couple more episodes of explain this on peptides. We've done a few, we've done BP, uh, BP one, five, seven, BPC one fifty seven. Yeah. That's the one that, you know, I'd probably use over any of them, um, is it really, that's the peptide I like the best. Um, I've taken it before. I don't take it every day, but especially if you're having gut problems, um, that's a really good one. It stands for body protection complex. And 157 is because it has 157 different uh, amino acids in it. But yeah, that, that'd be my favorite. There's a ton of other peptides, hundreds of them for different reasons. Um, you know, of course, I like the knack and the quercetin, L-lysine. Um, those are really good, too. But uh, so, they, yeah, they have, I think they have a lot of practical uses. Um, I always go back to the gut when I'm talking about these these type of things. Um, well, I, you know, methylene blue. I had an amazing case today of a lady that was suffering from long COVID and she had a terrible case of COVID and, and was hospitalized for it for a couple weeks, twice. And she just had a bad case of long COVID. And I put her on low dose naltrexone and methylene blue. 
and she came back to see me today. It'd been a month. She said she felt tremendously better. I mean, she could not even make her bed up. She couldn't make her way around her own bed to make her bed up. Now she's walking in the neighborhood in a, in a month, less than a month. I saw her back and she just felt fantastic. Matter of fact, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a podcast with her. Mm. I'm going to get her on the podcast to talk about her experience um, with COVID and her uh, recovery from it and use of these uh, supplements that we put her on that have really made a huge difference. Um, there was another lady that I'd seen, I probably already mentioned this a few weeks back that had both lupus and rheumatoid arthritis and had been on Plaquenil and Humira didn't like them. Uh, so she just tried LDN by itself and it completely put her in remission. Um, just pretty happy about that. That's amazing. Um, so I, I like, I like LDN a lot, but uh, yeah, certainly start with the gut PPC 157. Good place to start. Um, uh, thank you for that, Mark. And I am, I'm looking for making sure I'm not missing anybody on Facebook. Uh, as we, uh, enter the, the, the last portion of the show. Um, so I'm scrolling through here. That's what I'm doing. I'm looking at the comments on Facebook uh, uh, on my iPhone just to make sure I don't miss anybody. And I don't think I got everybody on YouTube. Uh, LinkedIn, I have, I have not been able to see you. So if I'm missing somebody, uh, I'll make sure I get to it. And then we're gonna have we're going to have Dr. Ike come in. And, um, oh, I got one from Carol here. Carol, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for the question. Um, oh, this is, this is a comment from Carol. Uh, I wish I could put it up, but I just, I, I can't, unfortunately. Um, Carol is saying, how in the world did our mothers and, and, and grandmothers, et cetera, survive without all these medical aids? Uh, LOL. Um, it's a, it's so funny. Um, particularly, I think they were tougher. I think they were tougher. Well, the the hormone thing they had is, to be. The, but the the hormones is interesting though because you know think about I, I guess that you always say this and this is something you said in uh, this week's Common Sense MD is um, you said as your hormones decline you decline in every way. The problem is we're living we're living long. So I think part of what you know our ancestors, they just weren't living as long as, as we are. Um, therefore the complications with hormones doesn't come up. Am I saying that right? Well, a lot of them died with infections. Mm. You know, that's the reason their life expectancy was not, it's not that they couldn't live as long. Some of them live really long lives, but the average lifespan was a lot lower because of infection. A lot of women died during childbirth, etc. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's a better day in, in a lot of ways than back then. It's worse in some ways, but certainly better in ability to treat certain things. Yeah. Um, yeah especially when it comes to hormones. But, um, yeah, I think people were tougher back then. <laughs> uh, we got Dr. Ike in the building. Let's get, yeah, we do. Let's get Dr. Ike uh, on right. the show. Um Let's see here. I'm gonna make sure I'm not missing anybody. Um, as you guys know, Doctor Doctor Ike, um, he he <laughs> no sends shot. us he sends us into into Wednesday uh, each week on the Performance Medicine Show, and I've been told he has a toy. Uh, that's his that's his new play toy, a little R.I.P. There's a new Halloween toy. Um, oh, let me put this up here before we get Ike on there, because. Uh, uh, this was a funny show. That's my uh, sister Kelly, and that's actually you, Dad. Uh, that's you and that's me. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That uh, what is that? That's one of the days when I looked a lot better. <laughs> uh, this is a this is a special Halloween episode talking about cutting your carbs. Uh, it's a it's a it's a throwback. Um, I think that is me. Yeah. We did that on Halloween. Uh, I guess two years ago, um, going over some candies and their carb count. So, uh, if you look up, Here's Ike. Here's oh, there Ike. he is. What's up, Ike? I don't know why he's not looking at the. He's not looking at the. Well, hold him camera. I'll, hold him and I'll put. All right, here he is. <laughs> there, there's he's Mama. Big. He, this dog is supposed to be a mini. I don't think he is. Ike, you're you're not mini. You're not mini. Look at you. Has he been a <laughs> Has he been a good dog tonight? 
He's restless. He has. He's always a good dog. <laughs> but he is a puppy, so there he is. So. There's there's our there's the Dr. Ike in the building. I don't think he's gonna cooperate too much. <laughs> He's probably he's probably ready oh, well. for you to be freed up. We're getting uh, we're getting comments. On, I hope everybody on. has a great Halloween and enjoy the fall weather. It's gorgeous out there. This is just a beautiful time in East Tennessee. Uh, I just love to get outside and walk and enjoy the you know the beautiful leaves and the sunshine. It's just gorgeous right now. Um, guys, thank y'all so much. Uh, Heather, I see your comment. I, I wish I could put it up here, but I can't. Uh, Heather saying she puts all her patients on Digest Shield. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to Shield Nutraceuticals and Digest Shield. Uh, man, uh, what a gut product that is. Uh, so thank you for putting Amazing. that in there, Heather. Uh, Sherry, I, I, I see you. Uh, Sherry's wanting more Dr. Ike. Um, Doc, man, thank you so much. This was fun. Hey, thanks, man. Guys, uh, we you love you. Um, man, we had, we had, we had our team in the comments all night tonight. Shout out to them, Jasmine, Katie, Montana. Uh, gosh, we had Stephanie in there. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate y'all. Uh, Ben Curtis was mentioned. Ben Curtis knows all about EMF apparently. Uh, and I, we got it. We got to get him on the show talking about EMF. Yeah, we should. We will. Um, all right, guys, we're calling it a show. This has been the Performance Medicine Show. We do this every single Tuesday at 7. Uh, shout out to the to the Performance Medicine team. We love you. Uh, Fountain City opens officially official on Friday. So if you're in the Fountain City area, come hang out with us. We're going to be chatting all things health and wellness, Vols football, uh, all, all the above. So uh, come out and see us 9 to 3. Fountain City, 112 Hotel Road, right across from Litton's. All right, we're out of here, Pop. Thanks so much, man. All right. Good night, man. Let me find my outro, and we Don't out. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.